0: what's up y'all this is keep in tune with carl schmidt i'm your host carl schmidt today we have baron jones with us and he's here to talk about certain cases that he's analyzed himself And basically break it down for everyone and see where he's at in his own decisions based off of his own analysis. So, Baron, tell me a little bit about yourself for the listeners.
1: Yeah, man. So uh, I go to Fordham Law, full-time law student, um, a DJ, and I play golf. That's about it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
0: Hell yeah, I know we've played golf a bunch of times together, and uh, it's been a minute since we've got together last, so uh, what what would you say your first semester at Fordham has been?
1: Uh, it's been hard, man, it's been tough, you know, uh, you know, you get a lot of work in law school, and then, you know, it's almost set up to, you know, really break you, and they want to see who can handle the pressure of those high-pressure jobs, and they do that by, um you know, seeing who performs the
0: best. Okay, yeah, no, I could see that. Um I mean, personally, know, I've never really understood the in and outs of law school, obviously. You know, I don't go to law school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... I know that it isn't a very intense field to get into. There's Thanks. a lot you need to understand and a lot of knowledge you have to digest. Yeah. So what was probably the most definitive moment that you realized, oh, shit, I'm in law school, man?
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was like a real um, moment where things got real but i'd say probably like uh when we have these things called memos like the first year law students have or whatever so in our writing classes everybody takes i'd say like um when the first draft of our first memo that we get um like every no one really knows how to do it really so once i saw like how how they wanted us to write and like the how in-depth they wanted us to uh analyze legal situations i was like oh wow this is like real intense stuff here you know what I'm saying? so that's what i'd say
0: no oh, hell yeah geez i mean and the worst part is that no one else knows how to do it so yeah you're sitting there like Yo, do you know? And yeah. They're they're like, I thought you know.
1: Yeah, dude, it's like, uh, yeah, no one really writes or cites like lawyers do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's uh, it's really intricate. It's really um, in depth, and uh, that was probably the first time I realized, damn, this shit is hard. You feel me? But like, yeah. you know, you we j- really just keep pushing. It's a grind, and uh, yeah, that's all it is, man.
0: Hey man, you made it through. I mean, you're at, yeah. done with your first semester. Yeah, uh, and the next one starts in what? A few weeks now. Yeah, a couple weeks. Jeez, so that's intense. Yeah, man, but I mean, it's worth it.
1: So, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> right, right,
0: right, right. We all hope, you know. You know what I mean. So, um, so what is your so are you, you, you have a focus, right? Like your focus on law or is it just nah, general so, law?
1: So, um, the first year out of the three, you kind of, uh, everybody learns the same things. They go through the same classes and, um, the second and third year, you could kind of pick your classes and, you know, kind of see what direction you want to go into. So okay. that's how that go.
0: Okay, cool. Hmm. I feel like once you get into more of the professional schools, you know, like the high level education, yeah, you see that there's so many facets you could break off into that you didn't even know. Yeah. So uh, is there any in mind that you've focused on that you want to look at or have you changed um, your mind?
1: I mean, I like entertainment law. I like, you know, like internet law and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as like, you know, the regular, regular stuff, it's not really, doesn't interest me too much, but right. I kind of want to go in a different lane with it. And also, you know, like uh, this isn't really necessarily the um, end all be all for me. I think that's where, uh, you know, at first I felt at first I felt like I really didn't fit in because it's like, you know, I feel like a lot of these kids, like a lot of these kids, you know, they they wanted to be lawyers since they're like ten years old or whatever, and like, and I just kind of picked it up, and I'm like, you know, this isn't gonna be like I'm 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 really doing this to see what else it can lead to, you know? Yeah. It's not an end all be all for me, and it's not a um, I mean I I mean I like it, but it's not like, you know. I'm not going to be, like, 60 and still be practicing. I don't think yeah. I want to do other things. So this is kind of just like a, a springboard for me.
0: Right. And, and it's kind of like you're saying it's not your end-all be-all because you have so many other things that you do. Yeah. Like, I know, uh, just for the listeners, like, what is it that you also do aside from, you know, going to law school?
1: Well, my two main things that I probably do is uh, – <laughs> I DJ so I've been doing that for a long time I started doing that in college and uh I remember my boy um my boy Timo he had like a he was my freshman year in college he was having his 21st birthday party and I'm like I'm like uh he's like yeah you DJ right I'm like yeah yeah I do but I don't really got equipment or whatever and um I remember he like um I think he like fronted me the money to get like speakers and all that. And he was just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Just do my party and you don't got to pay me back or nothing like that. And he was just, and I was like, I was like, all right, sick. So, um, yeah, so essentially like that's how it started. And then from that party, I got another party and yeah, eight years later, I'm still doing it, you know, but right, like, like right now, and probably going forward, you know, I used to do like a lot of karaoke gigs, trivia gigs, like club <laughs> gigs and stuff like that. It's not really my thing no more. I'm doing mostly corporate events and um, weddings, you know, I'm trying to stick to only like, uh, you know, big money things like only four figure, you know, right. fire, you know. I haven't gotten five figure gig but, yet, but hey, you listen, <laughs> you know man, it's coming. It'll come you know? one day, hopefully. But yeah, over like you know, at least nine hundred thousand dollars is the only thing I'm really trying to look at right now.
0: I mean, that's that's how it should be, especially with the amount of experience you have in it. Yeah, like eight years, you know the ins and outs.
1: Yeah, it's come to a point where it's like I can kind of look at the crowd, like Sam doing a <laughs> wedding, and it's like, all right, once I see what they're jumping to, it's like. In my head, I already like, got the next 20 songs queued up. I'm like, all right, this ain't going to stop. Like They're going to be out there for an hour because I know what they responded to. So it's kind of like, you know, it's really just reading the crowd and having a good personality. And then you can kind of just be a DJ, really. It's not that hard. Um, Yeah, that's what it is, man. You know, so, yeah, like I said, I, I, I kind of I, I've done it so much now. I can kind of see. You know, the demographic of the crowd, like say it's like a 200 person wedding uh, wedding, excuse me. And it's like, um, say, like, I don't know, like 80 people are on the dance floor and I see what they're responding to. I already got like the next 10, 20 songs lined up. I'm like, All right, I know this is going to I can hit them with this. I know I'm, this is going to stick. And, no, absolutely. You know, so I'll go.
0: that's awesome. And it, I think that also will help you apply it to not only your law like pursuits but other things too like i know you said uh something about you have your youtube channel where you analyze cases right
1: yeah it's an instagram uh page it's not really a youtube i want to probably do like youtube shorts soon but for right now it's just on instagram that's
0: awesome have you thought about switching over to tiktok or do you have a tiktok
1: Nah, TikTok. Nah, no, I haven't gotten on TikTok Dude, I yet. I uh, Maybe one day, you know what I'm saying? Day? Maybe one day, though. I haven't gotten I, over to that, though. I'm a little old school with it. it was, uh, man,
0: I got a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Was, uh,
1: yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably do it soon. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what
0: happens. Uh, uh, all right, so let's dive into the first case. All right. So, all right. So you're going to bring up that case. So which is the first which, case you want to talk about? Which, which, which was a, a pick one well, that I sent right, you? You sent so one about uh, Casanova two time.
1: OK, so let's start with that. Right. So essentially, that's a RICO case. So that's yeah. a racketeering case. So that means like, um, for lack of a better term, it means like a really big conspiracy case where there's usually a lot of people going down in though. And that like Rico racketeering that came about, I believe in the eighties, maybe seventies. Mm-hmm. And there's used to take down the mob. So when you look at the gangs, the Crips, the Blugs, you know, uh, you know, whatever gang, you know, Latin King, Kings, yeah, you know, uh, Hoover street, whatever like gang, you know, people claim or whatever. Um, It's the same kind of like ranking system and the same like uh, organization that the mob and the mafia were doing like, you know, around New York, Long Island, you know, New Jersey type of thing. And that just kind of expanded. So um, that that's what that that's what that is. okay? that's what like the the racketeering thing is, because back in the day you know, and it still is now, like the head of the gang, the guys that running all the shots, they're not touching any drugs. They're not doing anything. They're just giving orders. So it's like one big, you know, kind of conspiracy um, on their part, even though they're not doing any uh, physical work themselves. They're just really collecting the money and calling the shots. So um, that racketeering and Rico, that was meant to take down them because obviously if they're not doing anything, Um, and there's nothing to trace back to them but essentially all of the um you can kind of you know with like the technology that they had even then they can kind of and people telling on each other they can kind of go and uh track it back to that one person and that's um what the racketeering necessarily is so it's basically to take down like the leaders of the gang whether may they may be like funding it or not really participating and actually you know like selling drugs buying drugs you know Shootings. doing the killings Shootings. and all that whatever right so that's what I believe they charged um Casanova Wit mm-hmm. and um you know yeah like when you look at this it's like you know uh dude's a uh He's he's already been in jail. Uh he's you know a high rank in blood and but at the same time he's a rapper and you know and you can kind of tell when things are off or whatever. And uh a lot of these rappers are still in the street. They're still doing street things, even though they might not be actually selling the drugs, doing the things themselves. Um, you know, they're still in the street, they're still uh Actively participating, even though I might not be hands on, Mm -hmm. and um, so they basically, in that case, um, I believe it was the uh, it was a blood set called the Apes, and yeah, the blood set called the Apes, and uh, they picked up yeah, they picked up a lot of people in the city, um, believe maybe even like Long Island, and they picked some people up. Like not too far from we where we are right now. I think we, they pick some guys up in Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie, you know, upstate New York. Uh, for anybody don't know, that's about like about what, like an hour north, right? So, um, so yeah. So essentially, like it's like they're charging Casanova with um, basically calling shots. You know, like uh, I think like like the feds and all that they have access to instagrams they can you know look at people's dms like go inside and see what's going on so even if it's just like a like how's this you know like i don't know a good like example but you know, like, for instance, say, like, they were sending, they sent over like, a, a freaking, like, picture of, a, like, a brick or something, a brick of cocaine, and it's like, yo, what do you think it is, or whatever, he's like, yo, that's good, da 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 break it down like this, or whatever, that's, a, that could be a Rico charge, because he's essentially, you know, getting that, and he's, like, probably taking a cut from it, you can kind of tell, when these guys are like still in the street because it's like let's be honest like Casadova like I like Casadova's music but he's never had like a charting song and the guy's like you know like you see all the the money like he got and stuff it's like all right something's a little off you know yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) something's a little tad bit off here um so you can kind of tell what's going on there you know what I mean um and that's like you know that's like what a lot of guys. You know? So
0: I read that he used to be one of the people who would push and stuff like that. But he just recently supposedly due to the article I read, I think it was XXL Mag.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They were saying that he got promoted to that leadership role, which they're okay. saying is what got him charged with the Rico case, the racketeering case.
1: Yeah, that would make sense because... Um, Like I said, the feds got all that stuff. They got the text messages. They got the, you know, uh, the DMs or whatever. So it's like, yeah, you know, he was actively in the streets. You can guys, you know, like... Like, when, usually what happens is, like, you know, when rappers, like, when they don't want nothing to do with anything anymore, they move to, like, Cali or Jersey or something like that, and they stay out of it. But the fact that he's, like, always in the street, still in Brooklyn doing his thing, whatever, you know, that's a red flag. So it's like, all right, the, the Feds are going to really focus on this guy, like, if this, especially if their set is, like, doing a bunch of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's the same thing happened with Bobby Shmurda and the same thing that happened with uh, Snitch 9. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know that's how that goes. So, yeah. You know what I
0: mean? It's crazy to see, like, these celebrities who people idolize get knocked down due to these cases. Now, yeah. you understand it's just their environment that they were in, right? It, yeah. it brought them into that. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah yeah it's unfortunate man you're like you know um and it's like i don't know like i feel that uh people don't really understand they just look at people like that like criminals and gang members and no good person no no good people and whatever but it's like chances are if you were born in that uh, environment you'd probably be doing the same thing whatever you know what i'm saying so i I, you know that's why you know i don't really debate people like that you know what i'm saying because they're just really closed-minded they have no you know they can't really um you know put themselves in that in their position because they never been in that position yeah. i mean like me personally i believe like i mean i've been around like a lot of guys like mm-hmm. that like you know especially being a dj and stuff like being in a in the hip-hop business or whatever like you know like A lot of my friends been to jail and everything like but I've never just like I've never me personally, I've never really been into like, uh, like peer pressure, say like even like in middle school and high school, everybody's drinking, smoking, just never interested me. So like you can never really get me to do anything, you know, that I didn't really feel like doing but a lot of people are most people are very easily influenced so when you have that environment and take an easily an easily influenced person of course it's going to be the uh it's going to be the outcome you know what I mean and um and yeah that's is what it is bro
0: no oh, absolutely mm-hmm. uh again the product of your environment truly is a thing yeah and people just seem to not understand that and yeah there needs to be things done to kind of, I guess, break out of that, you know, but yeah, I digress.
1: I mean, yeah, you know, it is, um, I mean, yeah, like, that's what I feel about with, um, you know, things like, uh, like, let's take, like, Black Lives Matter for existence. It's Mm -hmm. like the, uh, uh, you know, let's take, yeah, let's take, like, BLM. That's a good uh, example, right? So, you know, you got, like, all these people driving for this one cause, but it's like, it's helping, but it's like the, like, to me, like, it could be way more efficient, you know, like, because like, if they took all that money people was raising and put it into like, you know, the hood, put it into like building YMCA's for kids and, you know, put it into like uh you know boys and girls clubs and things for them to do after school and you know having them like you know have, have shuttles for them to get back home and everything that would like really um help to com- help that you know problem because you know that's like i remember i'll never forget like um one of my one of my best homies like i remember we i was we was like 17 i remember he got locked up and um i remember i was in the i was in the i was in the visiting room i remember yeah yeah i was 17 because i remember like my mo- my mom had to sign off for even me to go see him so i was like so i'm like yo like why'd you do this bro like what's wrong with <laughs> right. you like and he was like yo man i was i was just bored you know he had nothing to do and um i think that's the real problem is like these kids are around like you know a lot of the gangs and the bs going on in the street and that's where they're hanging out instead of like you know like really readjusting the um infrastructure and the neighborhoods and being like all right let's put like a boys and glows club here ymca here have them doing like trades and and you know like um artsy stuff or whatever you know teach them how to weld whatever the case may be so they have something to do after school and um i think that's really important you know and i don't feel like um you know the blm stuff and like all that other stuff is really pushing that you know what i mean i think that it, they it's just like like You know, maybe I'm a little ignorant to what they do or whatever, but it's just like I feel like that's like all this like madness and everybody just like, you know, going at each other's throats ain't really helping nothing. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, the whole thing with the cops and all that that needs to be addressed. Um but I think there's a deeper issue that we got to address and that will counteract stuff because obviously if there's these kids ain't in the street, then the cops don't have nothing, to, you know, nobody to pick on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, you just got you're just not going to like there's going to be like racist deranged minded cops like sure. industry re- like as soon as i get pulled over i automatically like assume all right this cop might be a deranged racist lunatic and that's just reality <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> and um you just got to act accordingly you know and um and that is what it is bro it's a reality we live in yeah right? you know what i'm saying and um you know uh like that that's just that's just like i, I this is real how we live in man i really believe like there's no there's no way to stop it like there's going to be doctors that you know do malpractice and there's going to be cops that you know are just terrible people like i remember this cop i used to work at this gym and um I remember there was obviously it's a gym. There's a ton of cops working out there, COs, whatever. A lot of law enforcement. I remember this cop. He was a really nice guy, and he would um he would always talk to me. Whatever And he would be like, yo, like, sixty percent of cops, man, they're just they're just bad people. They're just not. Yeah. They're just in the job for like just they just wanna, you know um you know they were either picked on as a kid and they're just in it for the wrong reasons, you know and um and people need to realize that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's like i don't think that problem is ever going to go away you know what i mean and um like when i get pulled over that's just a reality i'm like all right this guy may has a gun and you know like (laughs) he might be wild he might be you know not right in the head or whatever you know and um and it's like there's there's two sides to it It's like you got the people that are like, oh, like the cops can never do anything wrong or whatever. They're just like perfect people. And I'm like, (laughs) um, OK. Yeah. And then like you got like the extreme, like, you know, liberal people that are just like, oh, you know, uh, defund the police or whatever. They're just all terrible. You know what I mean? But um, at the end of the day, just like there's racist people out there. There's crazy people out there. You know what I'm saying? and uh that just is what it is bro but like that we you can't my point is you can't control that no you know what i'm saying you can't control like other how other people are including the police so that just is what it is bro and um you know i believe the more efficient way to you know do uh do better in these low-income communities is um you know we got to just, you know, balance the infrastructure, get more things for kids to do so they're not, you know, joining gangs, doing BS or whatever. They can um, work on uh, uh, bettering themselves and, uh, you know, being good members of society and uh, things like that,
0: man. You yeah, know? change the stigma, you know. Like yeah. There's a stigma around, oh, you could say, it's, it's going to sound terrible, but you have okay, this guy, he shot somebody, right? Yeah. They immediately go, gang affiliation, yeah. you go to his prison record, they talk down on him Yeah. when they don't look at the in-depth information on him, like yeah. where he grew up, his environment, exactly. and stuff like that. And I agree with you. I think they need to put things in place, like you said, like uh, boys and girls clubs, or even just something like local facilities yeah. that give individuals the ability to choose what they want to do exactly and focus on it and then they have something to do like you said
1: exactly man and it's like yo like uh i mean yeah that's the that's the age like like from 12 to you know like 17 that's the age where kids get in gangs da 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 whatever and um you got schools getting defunded so there's no sports and you got you know like um Freaking, like just no boys or girls. After, nothing for them to do. There's nothing for didn't do. Yeah, after school like, things you know? are canceled. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean. Like if I was looking back, right? I mean, luckily, like I had a you know a good older brother to like you know kind of got me in the right direction. um Say if I didn't like have my brother. Say if I didn't have um you know like sports and music. Mm-hmm. Um, like music class or whatever. I was always playing the drums and band and all that. I'll probably be, yeah, I probably, I don't know what my, what what it would have turned out <laughs> like. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I really don't. Um, So, you know, that is what it is, man. But yeah, like, you know, with the, yeah, with the BLM thing, it's like, you know, I get what they trying to do, but there's a whole different route, like I would take if I was, in charge it the, the idea you know of BLM
0: is great like yeah. I think the that- idea yeah but, they're,
1: but they're, it's become something yeah. like, you know, you, people just say and put on these shirts and, pe- you know, corporations. And you can see these stores. I'm like, like the sticker <laughs> says Black Lives Matter. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to say who I was, who I like worked for in the past. But right. I remember I would get like emails and stuff like, oh, we support black Lives. Well, I'm like, yeah, because a ton of black people come in this fucking right. joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, money. if you didn't say that, you would lose <laughs> business. That's the only reason <laughs> right. why you're saying that um so you know like yeah man i see through all that shit man i'm just like you know what i mean but like yeah like you said the idea is fine but it's like how you go about it can be just like totally like way better you know if i was in charge like you know if i was calling the shots like and and the thing is you got all like all these donations and all that it's like where are y'all putting it like I've, i ain't never seen like a ymca or something like in chicago or like you know brooklyn or whatever you know donated by black lives matter then i'll be like all right word you know i'm all the way with this you know what i'm saying but um yeah i get it man you know what i'm saying it's because like you know and you know there's a lot of racist cops out there whatever the case may be you know targeting black men and hispanic men and stuff like that um just profiling them and you know they losing their lives. It's an unfortunate thing, it is. and it's the reality of the world. And it is what it is at the end of the day. And we can't control that, but we can control other things. And uh, we readjusting the infrastructure of the of these neighborhoods. And I think that's the most important thing to do. Because um, yeah, like I said before, man, when I get pulled over, like you know, I know there's a chance that you know this guy might kill me. He might be a deranged lunatic, whatever that's you it. know. What I'm saying, and um, you know. It's and if that does happen, you know, <laughs> I hope some uh, retaliation will be uh, <laughs> performed.
0: You know, <laughs> there'll be there'll be uh, a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, so, uh, yeah. Again, yeah. I do think that the things that Black Lives Matter can control, they should be doing. Like you said, uh, once you fix the internal, it becomes an external thing. Exactly. And then you don't have that stigma anymore. You're like, wow, okay, you know, Black Lives Matter is creating a better environment for individuals who don't have a good environment.
1: That's, I would, like, that's, like, all, that would make me so happy Mm -hmm. if I saw that, you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, it's weird, bro. Like, I see, like, um, the people giving back to, like, these neighborhoods are usually people, you know, causing mayhem to like mm-hmm. it's usually like the gang members and stuff like that putting back into their hood and you know like maybe because you know they feel bad or whatever for what they did to it or whatever but you know like i just don't see any of these not only blm but all these like you know like you know little organizations mm-hmm. i just don't really see nothing nothing productive happening like chicago's yeah. still messed up i go you know I live in Harlem, so, like, you know, I go places in Harlem, and it's like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see, it's like, you know, I don't see nothing really, like, changing, changing, like, going on or whatever. Like, I don't see any buildings getting, um, you know, converted into after-school things for the kids and stuff like that, because that's the most important thing, and that's how we Mm -hmm. really were going to counteract this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm And, um... Yeah, that's my take on it, man. Okay. That's
0: what it is, bro. So, all right, let's head into the K-Flock case because yeah. I actually watched that video Word. from the, bodega, or the barbershop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, the cop,
1: cops fumbled. Be
0: back. I, that I hope
1: that was. Uh, I hope that was the uh, NYPD because with the feds that 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 is just like that's worse. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's like, jeez, man. I mean, you know, like you look um, at the video,
0: and I'm like, hold up, this man is outside still. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I don't even have words for that. Like right. such like irresponsible, um, you know, just like reporting or or, or you know, police work. That's just like terrible. It's bad, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm really not surprised. But, you know, at the <laughs> end of the day, it's like, you know, I did expect a little more from the NYPD. But for them to just make, uh, just like, would, just like not look at the video, look
0: word of mouth.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I think they were just like, oh, what happened here? And like, all right, there's a camera. There's cameras in everywhere in the city. You're gonna see everything.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, yeah. So essentially, for everybody who doesn't know, um, K. Flock, Bronx drill rapper. Um, He actually was, um, he got picked up on a murder charge because um, one of his rivals um, was in a barbershop and the cops first actually said that um, he went into the, I think he either went in the Mm -hmm. barbershop or shot in the barbershop or whatever and, uh, you know, killed the man like he was actually looking for him when in fact the video shows that the man uh, the victim was actually the aggressor and um, k act- essentially acted in self-defense. Um, for them to just like go out and just give wrong information is just extremely irresponsible. And once again, I'm not surprised, um, you know, like, you know, I live in the city and yeah. I, you know, listen... I, I got friends who are cops and everything. They, you know, the people I know that are cops do great jobs. But um, it's, for, it's like 35,000 NYPD. Mm-hmm. So, you know, got You're a lot of more. Got a lot of, you know, out. just like in any field, got a lot of
0: morons in there, man. Yeah, you you know, That's a, it is what it is. The craziest thing to me is when I was reading an article and they were saying that he went inside, K-Flock went inside. Yeah walked up to the guy at the barbershop said what are you looking at yeah (laughs) you really think someone who's gonna be a target or who's targeting someone is gonna walk in and be like who are you looking at no they're gonna walk in fire get out of there pretty much right so yeah when i heard
1: that dog i'm like that something sounds weird they're (laughs) like this guy has a bright future ahead of him." you know, he kind of reminded me of like a pop smoke type of thing. Like he's getting real hot, real fast, especially in New York City. Um, that drill thing he's doing is really taking off, just like Pop Smoke did. And he had a bright future ahead of him. And for him to just like throw it all away like that—that that didn't make—that didn't make no sense to me. And um, you know, so yeah, like you know, yeah, that happened to Harlem, like not too uh, not too far from where I live. And uh, yeah, you know, I heard about it or whatever. And then. Um, Yeah, from the jump, it didn't make sense to me. And long and behold, you know, it was just, you know, it was just poor police work. And, um, but I will say this. In New York, you can't have a pistol. No. Unless you're, like, a cop or a retired cop, obviously. You know what I'm saying? New York City. New York City, sorry. And, um... You know, even though the victim was the aggressor and uh, he popped him or whatever, um, he, this isn't Florida, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um oh, Florida. You know, like in Florida, if that would have happened um, and you think you're being threatened and you lay someone down, then, you know, you can get away with self-defense if you can prove that, you know, this person was a real threat to you. Um, in New York, no, it's not happening. It's not happening. So he's probably going to do some time. like no he's actually definitely gonna do some time so i'm saying so yeah yeah, it's a shame man you know um because it's like you know you're acting in self-defense and if i if somebody was coming up to me that i knew wanted to do some damage to me man um and i couldn't run you know i'd probably do same thing and it is what it is like you know um in, uh, in criminal law class, there was, uh, I remember we took, I remember we were going over self defense, and uh, there's three things I believe you need for a proper uh, defensive force case, and that's a uh, necessity, um, you need a trigger point, and you need a, uh, you need to be proportionate. Mm-hmm. So um, in Florida, it's a little different, it doesn't really have to be proportionate. If some, if you really think you're in danger and you can't get away, even if the person doesn't have a gun, you can lay him down, and uh, you know you could have self defense. Most other states, it's usually all right if a person brandishes his weapon and you know you can't run and you gotta, and you shoot him in the self defense. Is what this you know I'm saying? Yeah. So that's to be equal. Um, but in New York, L.A., that's not happening straight up. No, you know? not a doubt. Yeah. Um, there's no, <laughs> ain't no self defense with no gun. Man. It's not happening. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to. I see him doing like, I do years? Nah, probably more than that. Probably at least yeah. five. Oh, wow. At least five. Yeah, and even with a fire a, lawyer, at least five. Yeah, like he that's, that's killed somebody thing. in New York City.
0: That's the crazy thing to me is that, like, that goes into the legal system, right? Yeah. And I think it's just crazy the. One, bail reform is a definite need, right? I think that's an important thing because you look at individuals, they go based... Supposedly, it's supposed to go based off income, right? Mm -hmm. You see people who are making like $25,000 a year and they're... Because they're affiliated with some sort of gang or some sort of organization, they're putting like $10,000 bail. You really think they have $10,000 to get out of there?
1: Yeah, I mean... I believe, I don't know, we didn't get into that in crim, but I believe, like, I, th- I think you only have to usually pay, like, 10%. Oh, okay. Or something like that. Um, depends if you have collateral, things like that, too, like a house, car, whatever. Um, so, yeah, but you're right, though, because some of them are, like, a half a million, a million dollars. Right. So, even 10% of a million dollars is 100000 So That's insane. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but, but you know.
0: Regardless. Anyway, so here's, here's the one case that I looked up a little bit. I read like four articles on this the Meg De Stallion and yeah. Tory Lane.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun, well, it's not a fun case because, you know, it's she gets she got hurt or whatever the information, but, but the end but it's a fun case to analyze. And um you know, there's no proof here, there's no uh there's no surveillance or whatever. It's just strictly hearsay. Mm-hmm. And um essentially for everybody that doesn't know Meg Tory Lane's both highly successful top charting artists hip-hop artists um i believe they were had a romantic relationship and they were um a dispute happened in an suv tory lanes had a pistol on him um he already got charged for that i don't um i think i don't know if they got thrown out or he paid a fine or whatever but he had an illegal pistol on him um And, uh, actually, I need to mind my words. I don't know if it was an illegal pistol, but I know it wasn't registered to him. It could have been his bodyguards, whatever. But, um, he had a pistol on him. He shouldn't have had. The gun went off and hit Meg The Stallion, is what she's claiming. I've saw pictures of her foot. If you get shot... (laughs) <laughs> in your foot, you know, I'm sorry, like no you know, match. like it's not it's gonna be a little more than what she had. She was walking fine. A week later she was like twerking in the club mm-hmm. or something like that, doing a bunch of wild stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a big woman, you know what I'm saying? So, you know <laughs> you know, yeah, all that weight or whatever, you know salient. what I mean? So it's salient. just you know, so it's like, let me tell you something, you know, if she got hit in the foot like that, you know, and supporting all that yeah. weight, you know what I mean? She's just, she's a big chick. So
0: The craziest thing is that a friend of mine so this friend of mine got shot in the foot yeah this man was had surgery yeah cast he's now like can't feel his foot yeah and it was in the heel i don't know where exactly yeah yeah
1: yeah i think hers was in the heel too something like that he
0: can't he can't he can't feel the bottom of his foot because yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly and um So, it's like, you know, I saw the pictures of her foot. I'm like, that doesn't look like a gunshot wound. That looks like, at most, she got grazed by it or ricocheted and something um, hit her foot. um, Something like that, right? But it doesn't look like a clean gunshot. We're not not
0: saying that she did not get shot at. Well, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, you know. I I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but it doesn't look too promising, (laughs) in my opinion. And... um, you know, either way, it was. You know, but what I will say is, I looked up the, um, the California statute on this, and uh, um, the statute means the law for anybody. Not don't know, but it's like um, the rule of the law says that, like, I believe it was. Regret- aggravated assault with a deadly weapon um with a firearm rather and uh Ty- Tory Lanez had to like literally like mean to shoot her it's like a it's a you know he had to have the intention to shoot her and um cause harm to her so if that can be proved he can go down for that okay um because they were right next to each other and he missed, or the bullet didn't hit her, or or it can be, if it's proved that the bullet really didn't hit her, then he's gonna get a wolf, you mm-hmm. know? And the fact that she's saying, Oh, he shot me, oh he shot me, da-da-da-da-da, then um if it comes out that he didn't mean to shoot her, if the gun just dropped or it ricocheted, or whatever, or you know, whatever circumstances happened, and he didn't take that gun. And was like, "Yo, I'ma shoot you." Boom. Then, yeah, it's gonna look real bad on Is her. It's defamation
0: of character toward her.
1: Yeah, defamation. Yeah, it's defamation of character toward him. He lost a lot. Of, he lost a lot of album sales probably because of that. If he could prove that, he could sue her. He could counter sue her for that. Yeah, yeah. And um. That is what that is, man. So we're going to have to see how it waits out in court. But from what I saw, she doesn't have the most strong case in the world. I mean, maybe she'll get a jury or whatever. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's was it trial? I don't know. But she, if it's get like, like, a hearing. Yeah, if she gets a hearing and like, you know, like everybody just feels bad because it's like, you know, it is messed up, you know, whatever. Um, Ben, you know, he might go down for it, but sure. I realistically do not. The evidence see that. just doesn't add up. No, it doesn't. And at all. and they,
0: they lost, supposedly. There was a part in the article I read. They lost the trap, Like the bullet fragments, supposedly, that were in her foot.
1: Yeah, I saw I heard that too. Like the doctor just threw it out or something like that. What? Yeah, man, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's just all weird to me. That doesn't make any sense. That's all weird. And, like, I don't know if they, like, did they interview the doctors or whatever? So, did the doctors, we- like, just, like, yeah, I'm th- they can't throw out evidence like that. No, I,
0: I, I don't know what they did, but supposedly it's just not there. They can't yeah. find it.
1: Interesting. Weird, man. I don't know, but yeah. it doesn't seem sketch, man, all of it seems sketchy, and um obviously the only other people was tori linds's bodyguard who's definitely not gonna go against him because he's employed by him and her best friend which do, uh, i heard they're not on great terms either so she doesn't even really have she really ha- only has her own testimony right now it, and um without that and uh, yeah. good evidence it just doesn't no it's not happening though.
0: they were saying there was a love triangle yeah yeah like her best friend had that yeah. thing with tori yeah but so yeah. did megan yeah. it, it, it doesn't add stuff, up
1: dude. yeah it's a bunch of weird stuff man it doesn't yeah. add up it's all sketchy to me and uh yeah she doesn't have a good proof she doesn't have good proof she doesn't have good facts and uh she's the only witness right now
0: mm-hmm. so so okay now yeah, that, that case is interesting, and I don't see really anything coming from it. Yeah. Now, let's talk about... This is an older case. Okay. All right. I remember you had a lot of input on the 6 9 racketeer racketeering case. Yeah. So, um, what'd you want to talk about with that?
1: Well, with 6 9 um, You know, I'm one of the 6 9 haters. I just think mm-hmm. it's a piece of garbage. I don't like, you know, anything... That transpired, you know, during that case. Um, you know, like to me, he's just like a bad person all around. You know, we had the pedophile thing yep. with the underage girl. He had the uh, he beat, he he admitted he beat his baby mama on the uh, on the shade room, and um, you know, with this whole snitching thing, he's just like not a good person. I wouldn't want to be around or whatever. So you know, I'm just I never really liked him. I liked like one of his songs. <laughs> Or whatever but for the most part it was all trash and um yeah man so like for everybody who don't know the six nine case was another racketeering case where um the nine tri-gangs of bloods out of uh, brooklyn um they were doing a whole bunch of uh, legal activities selling drugs firearms things of that nature and um it was really organized they even had a nypd officer um working with them um so essentially like six nine was uh employing all these guys and Mm -hmm. um having them do like hits for them having them take care of people beat people up for them and um he got away scot-free because he snitched on everybody that he was telling he was essentially giving orders to people and then turned around and snitched on them for following his orders. Um, To me, that's just terrible. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little biased because, you know, I don't like the feds at whatever, you know, whatsoever. I don't like the feds for what they do to like mostly cloud chasers. And, um, I don't, I don't like snitches because I got, you know, a couple really good friends of mine and they went to prison over, you know, people snitching on them that they were real cool with. So, you know, it was a loyalty factor to me. Um, I don't, you know, obviously I don't condone doing crimes, but, you know, like, you know i'm a real when it comes to me i'm real big on loyalty so it's like if you finna like be with your mans or whatever and y'all finna do something together um and you just turn your back on them to me you a piece of garbage for that that's just like that's just my way of thinking and there's really no nobody telling me otherwise it's just like what it is you know what i mean so you know like that's like more of a personal thing to me. The fact that he's just like a pedophile woman beater type person, you know what I mean? And he's snitching on top of it, you know what I mean? You know, that he he shows can, his character. You know what I mean? Yeah, he shows the character. He's a piece of garbage, man. I could care less about it, dude. Um so, you know, yeah, man, that type of stuff just like, you know, really rubs him in the wrong way. And um and people don't realize too, if nobody talks, like obviously if the cops are coming at you and they need information and need people to talk, like, oh, what happened here? They need a testimony, chances are if nobody talks and have a much significantly weaker case. So, you know but there's always that one person that, you know, is a snake and tries to, you know, turn it back on everybody on you know get out of there or whatever, you know what I mean? Yep. And uh, get a deal. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and um yeah, man, and honestly, you know, you're still gonna have to do some time, even if you do snitched. You have to PC up, be with the, you know, the punk, you know the weirdos and all that, and um, you know, be with the molesters or whatever in p- protective custody and whatever like that. So it's like, you know, yeah, I just don't, I just don't condone snitching, bro. That's just oh. this is how I am. It's just my own moral character. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah, and, okay. and
0: you're not trying to say that. You don't condone snitching when there's violent crime or like something that is.
1: If you're a civilian and you see something wrong, like if I see some, like, I mean, I'm a little
0: different. Like, if you see somebody you know get shot and yeah. you know the guy who shot, like, you know of the guy. Yeah, if
1: somebody, yeah, if somebody shots you, I'm gonna be like, excuse me, police, yeah, somebody <laughs> shot my man Carl or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, if you do it, if my, I, like, I ain't. Hopefully, I'll never be in a position to do no, getting in no crime and like that. But like I said, I'm biased because a lot of my homies went down for people snitching or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yep. On them or whatever like that. And um, to me, it's just like, it's just not cool, you know? You're going you know, to do something with somebody or whatever, like, and just to turn your back on you, that's like so disloyal on me. And it's just like, like dirty, bro.
0: And you're also part of it. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. You doing, you're doing just like, you know, you're doing you're the doing same thing same as thing. him. Yeah, you're doing the same thing. You're just as bad as that guy, man. And it if you shut up, sense. the feds will have a weaker case. Probably get some couple years knocked off you because you can't, you know, they can't prove everything. No. So without your testimony, so it's like that, man. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. You know, I'm not with all that, man. No, no, no
0: you know I mean, it's it's definitely uh, if somebody does something with you, you're technically yeah. doing the same thing. Like even yeah, if bro. you're an accomplice yeah, You're there You're guilty by association Exactly If you're complicit,
1: Yeah co spirit or whatever But like You know Yeah man it is what it is bro Like I know I grew up with people That like are snitches now uh, You know I know of people that are snitches now I won't go near them Right That's just how it is
0: Right you And know? that's the thing
1: That's just not how you it know is These people around. aren't Like to me They're just untrustworthy You yeah. know what I mean You know what I mean I don't You know I rock with genuine people I don't rock with people That like You know because that's not how I am.
0: Yeah, you I mean. keep yourself surrounded by people that are true to who they are. Like, you can, their character is shown without them having to say it. Yeah. For sure. So, another topic we wanted to talk about was so, the government. Mm-hmm. What about the government? What do you mean? <laughs> no. You mean? Uh, so, I know you said that you have a huge distrust in the feds
1: um yeah i mean you know like when it comes to like most <laughs> i'm not saying all the government workers are just bad like mm-hmm. or like you know politicians are bad or whatever and like all cops are bad and stuff like that right. but i believe that a lot of those people you know they do it for their own self-satisfaction and their own self-interest instead of the good of the citizens and they just want their own cloud up and things like that you know what i mean like um this system's messed up bro like for real like you get people selling weed i mean not in new york anymore but you get like guys selling you know pounds of weed or whatever he's gonna do more you know at a time like what like a year ago he's gonna do more time than you know some like you know freaking little child molester rapist you know i'm saying
0: Mm
1: and um yeah so you know i don't rock with none of that
0: yeah, the, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll
1: rock with the, i don't rock with the system. I don't really rock with none of that stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, like these, like you know, like I said, like the feds will rather take down a big drug dealer selling some weed to somebody or whatever, and um, as opposed to you know. Like, uh, they put like the, you know, the like the nasty people like the molesters and all them, you know, human traffickers, they put them to the side, They're like, oh, we're going to focus in on this right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause that's, that's more, that's more like sexier to the news, to the media, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Saying they brought down all this or whatever, instead of focusing on them, you know, them weirdos like that.
0: Cause I feel like they don't want people to see that this is such a common theme. Like yeah. the child trafficking human trafficking uh child molestation pedophilia yeah, stuff yeah. like that it's a huge thing oh, and yeah. people don't understand that it happens every day, every day bro every day I mean, that's not... to
1: me what they should be focused on right absolutely. not like you know what i'm saying obviously you know you focus on like cleaning up the streets with like you know the cocaine and you know and heroin, distribution too. all that heroin all that but at the end of the day like people are gonna get their hands on that regardless you know right um and that is what it is like yeah i think it, like in oregon or something like you can just get drugs like, yeah. in a freaking like store yeah. or something like i don't know like not like you know some store but like the pharmacy they'll give you like heroin or whatever yeah. you're an addict you know, so, know what i'm saying so people can gonna do drugs like regardless they'll yeah. never ever stop just like people always drink people want to get out of reality people are depressed and messed up bro so that says what it is you know what i'm saying and um yeah, they you know what I mean, they just rather, you know, clout chase, go after, you know, the celebrities, the rappers, yep. things like that, doing bad things and you know what I mean? That's why but, I don't rock with that. I just feel like the most people in like government they just they just care about their own egos. You know? It kinda like mess with it.
0: it makes me feel that the reason why they go for these like clout chasing cases. Yeah. Is that You know, celebrities, their whole lives are posted on social media, on even just articles that they've done interviews about. Like, they have no true privacy. Yeah. And the privacy that they do have comes down to their whole, I guess, more of the illegal side that they keep hidden. Yeah. So they're like, well, this person has all of this, but it doesn't match their income or whatever they're making originally and that gives them the idea we can get this guy he's probably doing something illegal let's push toward him but instead they're letting these elite level pedophiles get away with things like i mean i don't want to start a whole like explosion yeah
1: i mean it's like yeah i think that they i don't know if they're letting them get away with it but it's more of like you know they they put that stuff on the back burner right you know what i mean and, you know, it goes to show what their moral compass is, man.
0: If you look at Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, yeah, yeah. that's a whole can of worms.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't I don't want to get into conspiracy <laughs> no, stuff no, no, or whatever. No, 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 no. But, you know, I think, you know, there is a link to these elite people. Not saying in government, but like these elite, wealthy people or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a link to that and, you know, they being like sick in the head or whatever, you know what I mean? True. But you can't really prove that. But um, I think there is some like type of link there. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. It's weird. It's all weird. I it don't is. like it. You know what I mean? I don't really rock with the government. There man. needs to like be active.
0: a reform in that aspect of yeah. government. Like when they focus on...
1: It to be a reform of government in general, bro. Very true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very true. There's a clown show going on in America, <laughs>
0: yeah. bro. Yeah. There's
1: a whole clown show, man. Just
0: the government like, is a circus. I, I don't
1: really understand when people be arguing about politics and arguing about this, that, and the third... And I'm just like, yo,
0: <laughs> y'all don't even know the half. You
1: know, like it's not even that. It's just like it's just all bad to me.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just all bad,
1: bad bro. bro. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm not really. I don't really like it. It's just the person who's president don't really affect what I'm doing. Really, you no. know what I mean? I keep my, I do my own thing. And the, and the day it does, they, you know, the day it tries to, or whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finesse my way out of it, like okay. I always do. Always, you know what I'm saying? so that's all it is. Absolutely. Man. What else we got, bro?
0: I mean, right now, I think that we've hit pretty much every topic that we want to talk about. Is there anything that you've come up with um, while sitting here that you want to talk about as well? Like things that you've uh, felt heavily about. Heavily, so heavily about. Yeah, something that like truly it defines your moral compass. Like, what what is your focus in the next coming few years? Uh
1: you know, focusing on me, man. Just, just like, trying to build my, um... Necessarily, like, my empire, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really, not really, like, you know, empire, where I just want to get, be straight, man. I want to be everything be good. I wanted to, um... You know i want to open different businesses i want to uh get my law degree mm-hmm. obviously and um and see where life takes me you know what i'm saying because yeah. um you know i want to i want to do good in this world and i want to uh you know i want to help out you know where i can and uh like that whole you know conversation we had with the blm thing it's like i want to be i want to really help i want to really help these low-income neighborhoods bro you know what I'm saying? I want, to love them. I want to help them out and do, you know, try to put something in place for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So these kids can, you know, have a good education and um, a better education and things to do, learn trades and all that, you know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? And, uh, yeah, so that's what I'm probably going to, you know, focus in on too so, as far as that and my own endeavors, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. So I was saying, you know, but... um yeah man that's about it and uh we gotta have another one though i want to do i want to go over golf i want to go over golf oh, stuff but i think we uh yeah. i feel like we're gonna uh, we'll do that in like a few weeks because i want to uh, there's a lot of stuff we can talk about there is a lot <laughs> of stuff about we golf. have a whole golf podcast <laughs> oh, you we can talk about balls yeah, clubs yeah, yeah. like, of so, yeah, course yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter
0: yeah exactly but yeah, yeah i definitely think that we really hit a lot of topics that Are important today, especially in like a social justice issue, like social aspect Uh, on top of uh, more of a political aspect without really delving into it, you know, like we just kind of gave a a broad uh, like umbrella of what. We're looking at, and people can make their own assumptions and their own determinations based off of the information. So, it's but, sad, man. It's like,
1: yo, you got the right and left, you got Republican, Democrat. The truth is always somewhere in the middle, man. Absolutely. You feel me? And, um, I just I don't really rock with none of that. Same. You know what I mean, truth is something. It's like, it's like, you know, to me, it's just like two emotional type people mm-hmm. that, like, you know, you got the hard right, hard left, and it's like just emotional people. They think things should be, and there's like a middle ground where logically everything would make sense. Yeah, and you know, That's hopefully, we'll see is. a day where uh, right. where that comes that comes by.
0: I know, mean, I'm know? sorry, but like the way society is going right now, yeah, I am afraid <laughs> of what the coming years are gonna look like. Yeah, man. Um I do believe that there's gonna be good change. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I do believe that there's going to be issues that we're gonna be fighting for a very, very long time.
1: Yeah, man. You know, we'll see what happens, bro. I ain't changed enough. Nobody. No. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep <laughs> pushing change,
0: with my beliefs nobody. and yeah. That's it. You know what I mean I mean <laughs> I'm optimistic yeah. though. Yeah. Like I, I take people's input. I digest it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be open minded. I see
1: everybody. I see where everybody coming from. Man. Absolutely. I, I see where the liberals coming from. I see where these um, conservatives conservatives coming from or whatever. I just feel like everybody manipulated, man. Yeah. Everybody's manipulated by the media. Everybody manipulated by, you know what I mean? Politicians and things like that. You know what I'm saying? You can say what you want about Trump and Obama, but essentially, did they did? I believe kind of similar things to mm-hmm. a certain. Demographics of people, yeah. and they made them believe something that uh, you know was gonna yeah. happen, and nothing happened. No. You know what I mean? And that's uh, that's me like, right yeah, it's like, yeah, it's pure manipulation, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I don't really rock with it. You know what I mean? No, me. Either. And uh, it's like, yeah, your life ain't no better. You no, know, just because you voted for this person, bro.
0: You're like sitting there you're crying because somebody gets elected yeah, and then you get somebody that you want. Get over your freaking self, And then dog. nothing happens. <laughs> get yeah. over uh, your freaking
1: self. Right. crying for, crying <sighs> over some man, you know, of a woman, That's not, whatever. That's In office, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? crying for a man. You know, get your money out. You right. You know what I'm saying? Dude, like live you know, your
0: life, do what you need to do, yeah. focus on yourself, and then work toward your own accomplishments that's it because yeah, at the end of the day it's you who's living this life that guy yeah. in the White House that guy at the government office he's not living your People life you
1: need to also really like um, focus in on a local politics that's what really matters yes me that's what really matters that's the changes you're gonna see yep you know what I mean the federal government what they do you know what I mean? Separation of powers. There, you know, I mean, because Florida living in their own country. Right. <laughs> you see that,
0: Because
1: uh, they live in their own country. Oh, Florida is a hey, like dude, it's like a wild west or something, cool. bro. I don't um, know. but uh, you know, yeah, you gotta you gotta focus in on that because that might affect you. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that that might affect you, like your local governments, or whatever. But you know, everybody got to need to stop complaining, stop arguing, and stop just you know. You know, see through the lines a little bit, though. You know what I mean? And start doing. Yeah, start Start doing. Like, I just don't understand why people really think, like, their lives are going to, like,
0: drastically change or whatever, (laughs) you know what I mean? By just asking uh, for it. Huh? By just asking for it or talking about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't... I don't get it. but... Actions it, create results, yo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's true. This nigga stupid, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, man. But,
1: you know, um, yeah, that's my take on it, man. We could have a whole another podcast oh, on yeah. freaking oh, yeah. golf and politics, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a fact. But oh, I think yeah.
0: we covered a good amount today for sure. No, for, for real. I, I truly appreciate you taking the time out and coming in and uh, having this conversation and talking about things that are you're passionate about, that you have belief in. And that's what I'm looking for. That's what this podcast is about. It's to present information to people that they may not know or even present information that they are misinformed on.
1: Yeah, bro. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Appreciate you having me on me. Of course, bro. Me? We'll me we'll get up soon again bro oh We're without soon. a doubt this was fun
0: but oh yeah it was i had a good time yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so hi big homie all right so without further ado remember to stay in tune you got to keep in tune with carl schmidt thanks for watching and listening facts <laughs>